0: Oh, Hello, Russell fans. for Hey, that's me. I'm Jeremiah Plunkett. Yellow again, everybody. Jeremiah Plunkett and Quentin Charisma. Once again, we are right along ringside and ready to go with another big week of the Territorial Wrestling Review podcast and a little bit of a later dropping Territorial Wrestling Review co- podcast because, uh, well, we were both out of town this week. Yep.
1: They're the old anniversary vacation
0: Went to the Pigeon Fours and the Gatlinburgs. Yep, and uh, I was down in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, but we are back. Uh, we're taping this on a Saturday in the middle of a thunderstorm. So if you hear some thunder and lightning, well, maybe not you. Here, it's very bad. Okay, I was like,
1: it's supposed to got bad up here tonight, but I'm it like it's doing nothing up here, up here in the Bowling
0: Green. Yeah, well, well, down here at the old Tater Peeler Ranch, it's doing, uh, it's doing a lot. <laughs> The Tater Pillar Ranch. Yeah, it, it, it's doing a lot. We've uh, we've gone through two days ago we had tornado warnings, and one might happen tonight. So you may hear my fiance bust in and say we got to get it in the closet. So we'll see. Get it in the closet. Yeah, get it right. in the closet. <laughs> 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 then try to take it home. <laughs> yeah. All, all right, guys, we have to go, or uh, I'm going to get blown away. Bye. But but no. So uh, if you hear any loud bangs, I'm gonna do my best in the editing process to get those out. But uh, just know, at least I am recording a bad thunderstorm.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's gonna be fun. (laughs) Yeah, it's supposed to get bad here. I don't I don't know if it's even raining outside. I don't. I think it went uh, south of us again. It's supposed to got rain today. Was the ball game, and it never did. And it just kept going south of us. So, y'all must be getting it all. You yeah.
0: uh, uh, we We are where our, our yards are flooded. The roads are flooding over. It's uh, Dang. Yeah, it's, it's wet down here. Um, Dang. So, we are uh, episode 61.
1: Yep. <laughs> and somehow, six, episode 60 didn't get published. But there's only how because I went back on the anchor and looked. And it shows where I had to type because you can't. You had now the way it's set up at Anchor, you have to hit publish, or you can even put anything in the description. So it was sitting there in the draft with the title and everything, which you cannot put anything on the title until you publish it. So somehow I got a snafu. So I'll publish that tonight, so it'll be up. And obviously nobody's listening because nobody said anything about it. <laughs>
0: That's a, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. So, if you listen to this one, there is definitely an episode you have not heard. Listen yep. to episode 62. We cover Ricky Morton versus Nick Bockwinkle. Uh, two out of three falls from Houston, Texas, and it was a heck of a match.
1: Yep. 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 Well, if you clicked on the link, and you probably could already, you could already watch the match without us, because <laughs> the link's up for the actual YouTube match where we watched it from, but uh, I don't know you. Uh, Anchor is, even though I thought when Spotify bought them out they would got better. I, we've I've had more snafus on on Anchor and Spotify bought them out than I ever did when it was just Anchor by itself. So I've had a couple episodes that just dis, completely disappeared, and I thought that would happen this time, but somehow it was back in my draft back in the my draft folder. So I don't know, but I. Get that fixed tonight. So, if anybody didn't get to hear it, you'll hear it.
0: <laughs> okay, it will be there. And hey, you'll, you'll have double the entertainment, right? So, yeah, it was really
1: have- good. It was an
0: awesome match. It was awesome. Yeah, really yeah. good. And, and this week, we, we've got an awesome match that I, I think is probably equal, going to equally be as awesome. Um, actually, we have two uh, extremely close friends wrestling today with uh, Ric Flair and Bobby um, so from the backstory I've heard on this match, and I don't know if it's the specific one or just matches with Bobby in particular, Flair would request to work with Bobby. Um, yeah, well, who wouldn't? <laughs> right. Um, and Jim Hurd didn't like it, apparently. Did he like anything? Except I, the I ding-dongs? <laughs> yeah, the, the ding-dongs. um think he was a fan of Norman the Lunatic. Uh, and he loved the Candyman.
1: Oh, okay. I said Jamie Oh, Um, Brad Armstrong. Yep. Pa- apparently, that was his uh, his idea. Okay, I'm going to get off subject. Did you hear about Road Dog?
0: I did. Yeah. Let's get, keep our thoughts and prayers with uh, old Road Dog Jesse James. Uh, apparently, he's had a heart attack. From what I've seen, apparently, he's doing well. And has uh, a heart catheterization scheduled Monday, I believe.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, he uh, had a heart attack, a little bit of a scare.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. You know,
0: Yeah, we, I didn't mean to get off
1: topic. which is, I, I just, I just remember hearing about that. Yeah, we but, lost,
0: we lost Brad. I can't remember how many years ago. Uh, oh, it's been a scouts. while. And it's been like, bullet last year.
1: Well. Yeah. yeah, Brad's been a while, but now it's it's getting close to ten years, ain't it? Yeah. For Brian, it's been a while Yeah, but Yeah. It's a, one of the greatest wrestling families ever was right there. The Armstrongs.
0: Yep. And, and one, one's because, and I think because they were located mainly in the South who don't get the, the notoriety yeah. of others. Yeah. You know what I mean, everyone talks about the annoy wrestling family or Anna y or however you pronounce it. Well, that is so big though. So I mean, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they, they talk about that, and you also know about the Von Eriks, but the Armstrongs, man, you're in the southeast. Yeah. That was the family.
1: Yeah, sure was. Yep.
0: Sorry, I didn't even get off topic. <laughs> no, you know, you're good. Um, but, yeah, so uh, apparently th- these were a series of matches that were requested by Flair, and I guess Heard gave in to shut Flair up. Yeah, but, I, mean, think, I mean, yeah. Who wouldn't request to work Bobby Eaton? I mean, good grease. Yeah, and and we have two of the best of a generation in the ring together. Um, So, yeah, so this is going to be, I think, fantastic. Um, I have not pre-watched this one. I've seen a Bobby Eaton-Flair match. I don't know if it's this one. Um, This one was actually the longest one uh, of the ones I found online. So I'm like, okay, we need more. Uh, This was uploaded by a gentleman named... Neil McNerlin. <laughs> uh, the title is WCW Rick Flair versus Bobby Eaton, main event from January 7th, 1990. Okay. And if you're ready, we'll get this started. Let it rip. All right. Let me, I'm going to share my screen with double Q here. And we will get this match started in three, two, 1 play Lance Russell on the call Look at that mullet. So I'm wondering, judging by that introduction, they're baby faces. He literally what? only called him the the challenger and the pride of Huntsville.
1: Um, Flair's Flair's baby face. Yeah, because this ain't much after. He just got finished with uh, his feud with Funk. A couple months before that, well, maybe not. I don't know. But the person had the cornet sign him to go back to Louisville or something.
0: Ah, YouTube, I don't why you do this to us? Skip the ad, guys. Boom, skip.
1: Sorry about that, DraftKings.
0: They're not sponsoring us, so we ain't playing their
1: ass. They sponsor us,
0: we'll play all of them.
1: (laughs) I want to say he was still, Flair was still babyface.
0: Did you notice Flair did not come out in a rope, by the way?
1: Yeah, he just came out just on bare chest. That's rare. Yeah. Unless he. It's already worked, you know, because they do they did these tapings. It might already worked once and just didn't wanna I don't know.
0: <laughs> Nick Patrick's the referee. Taller than Bobby. So this is a title match.
1: He's holding the belt up. I thought it was non title.
0: No, it, it's a title match. Okay. I remember. Uh, uh and see, okay, these are my favorite midnight tights. Yeah, with the with the multicolor rainbow, like the design. Yep. Period. I my favorite colors were the yellow, but I, I always like this. Like as much as I love Dennis and Bobby, it took them a while to even get matching stuff, and when they did, yeah. it was just. Hey, here yeah. playing tights are the same color. Yeah.
1: Oh, chopped him already. Oh, look at Bobby selling it. That. Okay,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that sell job by Bobby is beautiful. <laughs> The lockup of these two guys.
1: Lockup and that snatch that head. Top wrist lock. I like how they're struggling with it for a while. So just going right into something else from her slot. They're struggling. They gut shot him.
0: Yep. And there's Ooh, that right there's,
1: hand. There's the eating punch, eating uppercut there.
0: Come through Tennessee. You learn how to throw a punch. Yeah, Boom. Nice tackle.
1: Drop down. Big old hip toss. Bam.
0: Yeah, man. This is just good classic wrestling. Yep. Give them a high spot. Slow them down into a hold. Yep. Bring them back down. Then they'll work right up from this headlock into another high spot again. I'm sure of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, grab the
1: hair. Oh, did
0: he grab the hair? Hi, they cut back the cornet. I can't. I can't tell. Yeah. he rolled him over for a count. Nick he Patrick, rolled him. When he
1: grabbed the tights.
0: I I didn't see a tight grab. Uh, Nick Patrick doing that shoot shoulder check. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think he just hooked him and went. I don't think he actually grabbed. I don't think he grabbed the tights. Working as we're gonna say a lot longer than I thought they would. I grabbed the hair, then there they go, come back up.
0: And Bobby's boots, too. I said something about the tights, but I love that the rainbow continues down the boots. Yeah, and yeah, here with them
1: high boots, too.
0: Boom!
1: And nice that tackle. Tackle. Whoa! all the way Dang. to the floor. They rolled all the way out on it, selling it.
0: Dang. Cornet's over. Why? Why would Ric Flair want to work with Bobby Eaton? He just took a shoulder tackle to the floor. Yeah. Oh, he goes a gut shot. That, <laughs> that, boom, that gut shot looked park. like a that that gut shot looked like a ball tap. Oh gosh!
1: Right in the he whipped him right into the outside of the pole on the outside on the apron. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen that.
0: I, I've seen it before, I, seen but it not before. often.
1: Yeah, if I have, I don't remember it. Oh, and he took a chop. He's back down on the floor again.
0: But did that gut shot not look like a nut tap to you?
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) It looked like one of those gotchas.
1: Yeah, it looked literally low. Man, he took that pole. That was nice. (laughs) It's a trying to draw the riff. Now he's going back over. Bobby selling the,
0: that pole. Yeah. I didn't. Gotta put the pole over. Yeah.
1: Nice going into the hammerlock. They're gonna ride him out. I thought gonna write. Nice drop toe hold out of the hammerlock. To the arm bar of a flare. That was nice. come on camera get back into the ring can you see what's going on
0: dude they're just doing such nice basic rest god that kid has yeah. a, a super rat tail
1: he did didn't he I thought it was a mole at first I was like oh that's a big rat
0: tail <laughs> yeah that was a super brothered out rat tail right there you know
1: this was taken like South Carolina you know
0: <laughs> oh yeah
1: Oh, a big bump for a chop. Uh, first of all, I was going to him a big backdrop because he took them big, like taking them big backdrops.
0: Oh, oh, Nice little uppercut. You know, I, I just now noticed, you know, Bobby bumps on his hip as well. I didn't pay attention to that. I, I notice that now. <laughs> yeah, Bob, Bobby takes them him hip bumps. No wonder he's getting around like he's getting around. Yeah. But, but you say that, and Flair did all his life, and he's getting around fine. Yeah, it just – oh, no. Oh, oh
1: man, that looked good. He slammed him off the apron onto the guardrail.
0: Man, that looked good. Bobby Eaton is such a salesman. Mm. Wow.
1: Goes back in, like Bobby sell. That looked good, man. I,
0: I know this is weird. We have a lot of like more dead sound than we normally do. I think we're just yeah. like, in and all just watching this match. Yeah, it's kind just of kind how of good lost. these guys lost. are.
1: Yeah, I'm just watching It's kind of getting. Oh, Bobby raked the eyes. Oh, but Flair chopped. Snap-married him in the ring. Boom, over the ropes and snap-married him.
0: Flair has them Superman baby face eyes where they don't react to fingers. What was that? Was that a swinging a neck neckbreaker. neckbreaker? Oh, yeah. That's
1: what I thought that was. I mean, at first, of all, I was going to get that big backdrop. We gave him a swinging neckbreaker. That looked good.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, like Bobby's Bob-
1: still still in the heat. I yeah. mean, the Shine from Flair. He didn't, he didn't hit that hop back right back up. He saw, he was still selling, you know, the previous stuff he'd been taking.
0: Once on, uh, on- Bobby's low back went bad, you know, from all those Alabama jams and he started yeah. limiting those, he started using that neck breaker to finish people. And he had one of the smoothest swinging neck Yeah. Breakers. Well, he's getting on Flair now. Is that a elbow? Yeah, elbow to the yeah. top of the head, followed by the big right. Yeah, that punch, that eaton punch looks good. If, if you that had to out. had to rank Bobby Eaton's punch in all of wrestling, oh we got another ad oh, man. skip as soon as it comes up, guys. Sorry about that. All right, and skips. <laughs> but if you had to rank Bobby's punch all time. Whew.
1: Top ten. I mean it's in the top ten. I mean, just right off the top of my head, I say it's in top 10 of all time, you know? I mean. It's his over-lives? Mm. Oh, nice bulldog. Real nice bulldog. I, I don't know.
0: See, I, I go back and forth with him and Lawler. Uh, like Lawler had many different variations of punches and his left yeah. and his right were both equally as good. Yeah. But, but each one of Bobby's seemed more impactful. You know what I mean? Every Bobby eating punch seemed like it, it knocked you crazy. Oh, chop punch.
1: There's the patented flare. Oh, but he... Instead of going down the apron and come back off the top, the other side, he took the bump down to the floor.
0: Uh-oh, oh, Cornet. Sneaky corner. Oh. oh,
1: the ref turned around. <laughs> Some. There he goes. Bam. Drills. Fl- oh, Flair no sold. What the? He no sold him. He started ch- chasing him.
0: Well, so he's. He took the shot to the throat, so he oh. like chased him for a second, and then ran after him, and then Where, collapsed.
1: Did he jump off the apron on top? Of the flare.
0: Yeah. Okay. I, and I think it was a knee drop or a forearm Look, shiver oh, or something.
1: Oh, oh, he's got his head up on the oh on the rain pole. That's awesome. There comes Cornet. Oh, another shot. I'm they their heels <laughs> after all yep. this.
0: Yep. And, you know, I'm just saying, at, at the beginning, it seemed like, oh, okay, whatever. But no, yeah, they're definitely, definitely heels dropping. Look at those knee drops. Neck. Yeah. Dang. That
1: looked good. Especially out on the floor like that. Flair's selling, he's sounded good. He's kind of, he's got that kind of, he seemed kind of shook like, oh, Uh-oh, what are they doing? Oh, catch cuts him back off. I'm coming in. I was just, oh, Larry's trying to come back up. Bobby going to cut him off. Bam. Oh, uppercut. Oh, chop. Well, I thought you I'd bump over, didn't you?
0: Yeah, I thought, I thought he was gone. The fire flare showing, man, because we, yeah. we don't normally see flare as a baby face, so we don't normally see fiery yeah. Rick Flare.
1: Yeah, exactly. Bobby cut him back, got him back down. He's choking him now. oh. It for the cover. Put on the rope. Put your feet on the rope, Bobby. <laughs> now I'm going to slow it down for a minute. Oh, look at
0: that. That's
1: sweet. And he
0: fluffed the mullet. <laughs> hey, don't don't see a whole figure four head scissor pulled out too much. No,
1: you don't. You don't see that or
0: short arm scissors.
1: You know. Yeah. You don't see. Yeah, you don't see. He He was fluffed his mullet. I love that. That was awesome. <laughs> when he went back, he fluffed it out. <laughs> Claire's selling. He's trying to work around selling it. They must cheer. It must be cheering. Cornets selling the cheering. Flair's up. Oh, Bobby gets him. Oh, another swinging neck. That was sweet. So hey, if, these neck
0: breakers are sweet, dude. If, if this is after or even during the Terry Funk thing, you know, because that was 89. That was Wrestle War 89 when he first took the pile driver. Um, well, it, it, this, it, it, it's. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, it makes total sense for Bobby to be all over the neck this entire match.
1: Well, didn't they uh, let's well, see, they did the uh, won the I Quit match. I, what, believe what the I, quit match was,
0: I believe the I Quit match was in 90. This is January 7th of 90. So this I is probably yeah. prior to that.
1: Yeah, I think it's right before the I Quit match, I do believe. He's going back to that 34 head scissors there and he's checking him yeah Bobby with them high boots Cornette's don't want to fit down there Claire's, he's trying to get the he's trying to come up he's fine there he goes he's got his feet huh. stomping
0: nope the I quit match was 89 we were we were incorrect it was. November 15th of 89.
1: Okay, so we're just a month and a half, two months off from it. So he's still baby-faced, though. Yeah. He got out of the headlock, the three or four headlock scissors. Bobby gets back on him. Drags him over to let Cornet get some more heat. Now, Cornette, is he checking yeah, him with the racket? <laughs> yep. You're going to suplex him in. Boom. Yeah, he took that bump on his hip. Oh, here goes the jam. It's going to hit it. Oh, it's the elbow. Boom. Oh, man. You don't know if it's stiff or not because the so good, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know about the elbow specifically, but I know I've talked to people who took the knee. And they said, you never felt it, which is never amazing. He's going back to that figure four headlock here again. He is really working that. And he just fluffed the mullet again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Got to fluff the mullet.
0: <laughs> Flair
1: is giving him a lot in this match. You know, what's his name in the back having a fit about it?
0: And we're about to have an ad again pop up, guys. Oh, said, pass. DraftKings, you do not sponsor us. Quit trying to get into our brains.
1: But yeah, uh Herdsbacker probably throwing a hissy fit because Flairs gave him Bobby a lot. Oh. Oh, Flair's in a little comeback. Bobby took a chop and rolled out. Oh when he grabs Flair slings it, pulls him out. he's gonna give him a
0: there's that backdrop oh, you wanted.
1: Oh, oh! just oh, oh. back up, eaten on the floor. Oh gosh! Mm. And it wasn't one of them little. Oh, and a hip toss. Jeez! And it wasn't one of those little bitty slot off the back backdrops either, you
0: yeah? know? Yeah, no, it. Oh. Again, you wonder why Bobby gets around like he does.
1: Oh, Flair, up and over Runs down the apron. He actually hits the double, uh, double X handle coming off from of somebody for once.
0: <laughs> well, he, he is little he to the side. He He's a little to the side. It's more like the tomahawk chop off the top. Okay,
1: right? <laughs> he hits the legendary Flair knee. He's done chopped Bobby twenty times in this match. Shoots man, was it going to give him? Oh gosh. Another big backdrop.
0: Gosh, that Bobby one is. was huge, too.
1: oh Bobby. Mm. Man. He was a bumping machine. Man, he has been shot. There's Stan. Nice yes. you show up, Stan.
0: Yeah, Stan made it to ringside. He was in the <laughs> van out back.
1: <laughs> in the van. The vans are rocking.
0: Yeah, don't come and <laughs>
1: knock Yeah. To... Oh, is he going for the jam? No, the knee.
0: And flare oh, caught it.
1: Wow. That I've sweet. never
0: seen that. That's awesome.
1: Uh uh. Drays it over the ropes. Comes down on it. Yeah, I've never seen that. Wow. There he goes. Goes to the four, figure four. Stan got, yeah, stands up. Cornet's up. Whoa. Catapults him in there. Oh. He's got the racket. Bam, he hit Cornet. Corner takes a bump out. Bobby takes the racket. He tosses it. And it covers him. One, two, three. Wow. That and match that, was awesome.
0: And it flew by.
1: And I'll tell you something. Heard is in the back throwing a fit because he gave Bobby too much and he didn't beat Bobby Clean.
0: Yeah, and I, I believe uh, I've either heard that on the Jim Cornette experience or the, probably the drive through actually. Um, and I believe that may have been in Flair's book as well because I believe there's another match where they don't have that exciting finish mm-hmm. that they had. What well, I'm saying I'm sure the finish was exciting, but they don't have the gimmick yeah. finish, and he has yeah. to go beat Bobby Clean. Because Jim Hurd was so mad. But, no. man, like, just that little bit of stuff at the end made that finish so crazy. And the catching, yeah. the flying knee, never seen yeah, that.
1: Yeah, I've never seen that, no.
0: No, that was good. Dang. Yeah, that, how long was the actual match? 20 minutes. 20 minutes and eight seconds was the entire video. So, after
1: intros and everything, it was about, just say, 19. Yeah. 19 and a half, probably. Wow. That flew by.
0: Gosh. Yeah, and I can't wow. think of a, of, a, of a better work to match. That's good. But Bobby Eaton was a gift from the wrestling gods. You know what I mean? And I mean, Flair yeah. too. Flair's, Flair's without question, the goat of an era. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. he, he carried the world title on his back for 25, 30 years himself. <laughs> Yeah, he was uh, the you know, basically ha- Harley handed off to him at you know at the cage the Starcade and
1: you know it was on then.
0: Yeah, it was a Ric Flair show from then on out, like even into yeah. the you know mid nineties. Well yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So you know, obviously he, he's he's the he's the goat in that respect. But yeah. man in the ring. It's a toss-up with them too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah
1: sure. and
0: you know, and Flair had his match by this point, but we didn't see all those traditional Flair spots. We, we saw th- the up and over, the flip. He did that. Uh-oh. He did it once, once into a cell, and once into the climb the other rope. Yeah, we, we saw him hit the top rope gimmick, which is always fun. Yeah. Funny. yeah. And he dropped the knee. Yeah, there was no flare flop. No flare
1: flop. Uh, no shin buster breaker. We're gonna call it.
0: I mean, we saw uh, chops, but like that's half yeah. <laughs> <went flare laughs> <Flair didn't> <laughs> of what Flare threw. Flare did throw a lot. He did throw a lot of punches.
1: He gave like twenty chops at least. <laughs> nah, I them. He took that back drop on the floor. <laughs> But then he took a rider got up and took a hip toss on the floor. But, and got the the funny thing and is, a,
0: he he took the hip toss where there was pad, but the backdrop where there was none.
1: Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, he took the backdrop off the pad onto the concrete. Then he took the then he got up and took the hip toss back into the, onto the pad. But you notice those were some thin pads. They were not like they
0: those yeah. pads they
1: have nowadays. That's really thin back
0: then. Yeah, they were.
1: Um, but. <laughs> I think it's a ring. And, okay, let me take another batch. <laughs> Gosh!
0: And he shot for the moon on that one too.
1: Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he posted off on
0: that one. Woo. man! Hmm. The, the wrestling world didn't deserve Bobby Eaton. You know, I mean, that good, know, that that good, and on top of it, the nicest guy on the planet. And here's the thing. Everybody says, Oh, Bobby couldn't talk. Bobby couldn't talk. There's a clip
1: floating around from, I want to say 80. It was like right before Gillis shut down Chattanooga uh, in 80. It's Bobby and He is talking, talking. And it's like, you know, then he went to Jarrett's and they've been with Jimmy Hart and never talked again. Then he went from Jimmy Hart to Cornette. And that's why I guess he didn't stop talking. And then if you stop talking for 20-something years, you're not going to be able to just start talking again, you know? Yeah. Well, he, so, he has I that, mean, he has that
0: thick, heavy Alabama accent too. Yeah, but still, I
1: mean, he could talk. Because like I said, there's a, an interview. It's him and a Japanese wrestler. When well, I This is Japanese wrestler. I can't remember which one it was. And he was doing all the talking. Yeah, he, he could get talk, but you know, but yeah, he was so underrated. I mean, it's I guess because he tagged so much, you know, kind of get lost, you know.
0: But but let's I think he, about that. Let, let's think about all the different partners he had and how all the teams were successful. Yeah. Any partner he ever had, they were a top, awesome tag team. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I, mean, I consider the Heavenly Bodies part of it. You know, even though he was yeah, six he mans is. with them, <laughs> but but they were awesome. You know, uh, pre-previous that both incarnations of the Midnight, yeah, wow. awesome. You know, uh, Arn, him and Arn were a heck of a tag team. Short-lived, but a really good tag team. Come on, I gotta hear it. Wh- which one?
1: You're I mean, missing the the best one. Arville Hutto. No, not the well the Brown Bombers. Yeah.
0: Well, Cornette had another name for them.
1: Well, good gosh, they were like 17 years old. I mean,
0: no, it, was, it, it yeah, it was what is it? If they had, if their boots were just yellow, they would have been the Drizzling S's.
1: Well, they were like 17 years I, old. I, I mean, him and Arvo Hutto would never do it. It's
0: him, him and Coco, right? Who? Him, Bobby, was it him and Coco in Memphis he tagged with?
1: Yeah, but I'm talking before Memphis. After the Brown Bombers with Arvo Hutto. Come on.
0: Who am I missing?
1: The Jet Set.
0: Oh, George Goulis. <laughs>
1: They were over, dude.
0: Oh, I'm not saying they weren't. I just, <laughs> I just forgot. I legitimately forgot about the Jet Set. The
1: Jet Set.
0: <laughs> and, and, and Bobby has tried to forget about the Jet Set. I doubt that.
1: Because that put him on the map to go to, you know. I mean, that I was know. his first. real, I mean, we did that Jet Set, and then when he turned on George, that really. You know, established him as you know, his career really, and then he made him that made him, so Jarrett saw it and said, Hey, we gotta get this kid, you know. And then went to go, uh, went to Jarrett's and then him and Coco, and then him and everybody else in the first family. And
0: he wasn't doing Coco at the time, though, was he? Was he wasn't he doing Stagger Lee? No,
1: that was a hood, that was a baby face
0: hood at first. No, he was Coco, okay, okay, yeah. I—I turned I, I staggerly or sweet brown sugar or something like that. No, I mean, it was
1: sugar, sweet brown sugar. That's right.
0: That's right. But that was cocoa. still cocoa, correct?
1: Yeah, it was cocoa. Yeah, right. it wasn't—it wasn't sweet brown sugar. Skip young. It was sweet brown sugar cocoa ware. Yeah, because he turned, and then I think Jimmy Hart changed his name after he turned when he turned heel and joined the family. I think he changed his name to sweet brown sugar. I think. So, and then when he turned in babyface. And he lost, and he come up back under the mask of Stagger Lee. Kind of like Jyd did and for Watts, you know. Yeah. So, which
0: one of the, Which one of those
1: was first? I want to say it was Jyd at Watts. I think I could be wrong. Um, I think, but who? I mean, I
0: don't know.
1: <laughs> it might be the same time, but who knows? I don't know.
0: I yeah. I, I I love all the loser leaf town mask gimmicks. That they've had throughout the years. And like some some were always different people, you know, like Stagger Lee, you know, that's been used a couple different times. But then yeah. you had some guys who were like, this is just them. Like uh, Dutch Mantel, you know, Texas Dirt.
1: Yeah, Texas Dirt. Yeah. I mean, who else um,
0: could be that? <laughs> yeah, let's see. Dutch Mantel is Texas Dirt. Uh, Jimmy. Jimmy Valiant was Charlie Brown from Out of Town. That was the whole name.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Dusty Rhodes, Midnight Rider,
0: Barry Windham. Yeah, they had multiple Midnight Riders.
1: But it wasn't Dusty them?
0: He was the original for sure.
1: Yeah. And then Barry Windham was the Dirty
0: Yellow Dog. Until Brian Pillman was the dirty yellow dog. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot. But yeah, that yes, yeah, that, that was Barry Barry <laughs> Windham's. Well, I, I feel like I feel like everybody that was theirs, and then someone else took it. If there was multiples, you know, unless they came back as the masked whatever, you know. What was the
1: RPMs when they lost uh, Memphis? Uh, Doctors of Rock <laughs> come back mm. the Doctors of Rock. <laughs> it's like.
0: So did they have a different outfit, or was it just like, hey, it's us with hoods?
1: It was black. They got black leggings, and they pulled it down over their boots because they had RPMs or or their niches on their boots or whatever. They pulled their leggings over the top of their boots, and uh, they had solid black leggings and solid black masks. The doctor's a rock.
0: <laughs> but they had nothing that said rock on them. They are just, like, plain black ties, just plain black. <laughs> and Mike Davis goes, I don't know who these Rock and Roll PMs were, but we're the UConn
1: College call Doctors of Rock, one and two, three and four, whatever. But we've been wearing these maintenance. It's like Mike Davis mixed snaggle tube.
0: Also, hey, hey, Dusty and Magnum, the James Boys or whatever.
1: Yeah. I'm sure there's been some independent ones.
0: Which, which was there. basically just double Midnight Riders.
1: Yeah. <laughs> basically, yeah. The James Boys, yeah, I'm sure some independents in Carolina saw that and started.
0: Oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! And I mean, I've got I've got a Midnight Rider mask sitting on a mannequin head right right up behind the the camera where it's taping.
1: <laughs> what you? Okay. I said, like, what you shower by, Max? <laughs> Never mind.
0: (laughs) Go, everybody.
1: Can see it.
0: This is an audio (laughs) podcast. I
1: know. What am I
0: thinking? (laughs) But then we have the most famous mass wrestler of all time, Hiro Yoritoma. (laughs) There's been two of them. Uh, one only had one appearance, and, and that was Hiro Yoritoma Jr.
1: Jr. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think he split his pants and he couldn't come back.
0: He sure did. He split his pants first night. <laughs> he sure did because he got some authentic, <laughs> uh, authentic, authentic silk <laughs> like Japanese karate pants at a, at the bazaar <laughs> in Hickory Hollow Mall. And uh, oh, no, no, no. yeah, yeah, just split them.
1: <laughs> oh, wait, that's fun.
0: Nobody knows what we're talking about. No, it's great. But basically, when uh, when old Double Q was still wrestling actively, uh, he did a, a mask gimmick as Hero Yoritoma. And
1: yeah, really early, he was 94.
0: Yeah. And then to pay homage to that, when I had to come in under a mask one time, I did Hero Yoritoma Jr. And just <laughs> split my pants in the middle of the stadium. In,
1: yeah, like what 12, 14 years later, yeah.
0: I'll say this, no more than Nobody knew it was me, really. I left later that night, and like a couple fans saw me in the parking lot. They'll, like, hey, what are, you, what are you doing here? Like, <laughs> oh, just, just hanging out. <laughs> Yeah, which is actually Yeah, which is actually literal literal. Thank God I had a singlet on underneath.
1: <laughs> well, my first night I myself off, so everybody knew it was me. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. Kind of forget what gimmick you're doing, you know, so yeah. <laughs> I think everybody could tell it was me anyway. I mean Yeah. Then I made sure there wasn't nobody that didn't know it wasn't me. I made sure they did know it. <laughs> oh me, we got way off subject again. Great match, man. Oh, I like that. Dude, that
0: was yeah. good. Yeah, no, was it good was one. so easy to digest and just yeah. Uh, and then this match, I think, was the perfect uh the perfect example of that. Right, nothing was wasted. I
1: think it's like almost every match we've
0: done. <laughs> that is true. And I think that's For a good. While. <laughs> Yeah. I, and that is the benefit of us going, Hey, we really like this match. Let's watch it. We're yeah. we're not pulling random matches and going, Maybe this will be garbage.
1: We, we yeah, we you look at the people who are in it, we're like, okay, that's got it's a must win. You know, it's you know But then and, you know, but, but Maybe that'll be that'll be
0: next year. So we just put one name in, and then verses, and whatever the first thing that pops up is, we watch.
1: But you know, we say that we say, okay, these two guys together, it's going to be a great match, right? We say that, but in history, there has been guys that are really good that did not work good together.
0: Shawn Michaels, Flair, Kurt
1: Flair and Eddie, their matches was their matches were awful. Yeah. it's just like, that one they had at, um, what was the motorcycle gimmick pay-per-view?
0: Uh, well, it depends on which one, but one was hog wild, one was road wild. Okay.
1: Whichever one it was, they worked. Um, and dude, it's thundering here.
0: I told you it was coming.
1: Oh, piss. I jinxed it when I was bragging because it wasn't doing nothing. It was, I guess it was, wherever the the first one they did. The first they, one was uh, Hogwild. I think it was on Hogwild. And, uh, man, their match was just not – they was not on the same page. And this was before Eddie was having his, you know, substance problems and stuff. Yeah. Drinking and, uh, you know, all that stuff. So, I mean, it's because it, it was fairly new his run in WCW. So, I think it was for, like, the uh, U.S. title or something like that maybe. Yeah. But uh, uh, it was just a train wreck, man. You know, and so sometimes you can't have two guys. You see the names, like, oh, this is gonna be great, and it's like, ooh, you know.
0: Well, so, you know, like I said, Kurt and Shawn were like that too. You know, Kurt Hennig was the baby face, but he's used to being a big bumping heel, so he's taking yeah. big heel bumps. For Shawn Michaels, who's also taking big heel bumps because yeah, that's what Shawn Michaels did as a heel. Yeah, so it's kind of it's kind. Of, yeah, they're just trying to out heel bump each other. It was, yeah, yeah. And it didn't click. And that's two guys who, you know, pe- people say that, some people say Sean Tops Flair and best wrestler, you know, of all time. And I understand you're shaking your head, but like some people do say that, you know, that's, that's, the, that's the two everyone throws around. And so you'd think he had a good match with anybody. Same with Kurt. Kurt's one of the most naturally talented in-ring performers ever. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he and he would work around people. Yeah. You know, those matches with Hogan, and not saying Hogan didn't do his part, he obviously did, but, like, those matches with Hogan, Hogan just stayed in the middle. Yeah. Hurt would come to him and do stuff off him.
1: Yeah, just him, yeah.
0: So you would think yeah. together those two would be amazing. And it, it wasn't Sometimes bad. It, 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 it wasn't Rick and Eddie bad, but it was just awkward.
1: Yeah. It's just one of those you think it'd be a lot better than, it. but yeah, yeah. I, but like you say, the ra- the reasons why that's you know, you know because, um, yeah, especially because Henning was a great heel. He was a good babyface, um, you know, early in his career, really good.
0: But it had been so long, him. and this is also oh, after, yeah. after he came back. Yeah, I remember he had been out of the ring for a while. So, yeah, yeah He's in he, commentary and then he has flares manager. Well like his last match, it wasn't it
1: one of the was it the one um it that one of the pay-per-views, wasn't it? Like uh was it SummerSlam or something? Where he single got tore off.
0: Yeah, Bret Hart. I yeah, him, it was like his last match. Hart. Yeah,
1: I think it was his last match. He, yeah, because he like managed to comment did commentary for a long time.
0: And that match was amazing, by the way.
1: Mm-hmm. When they said he was really hurt bad in that in that match, you know, before going into that match, he was hurt bad, and yeah. he still put on a yeah. performance like that. Yeah, you know?
0: those two, I could watch right. work together forever.
1: Yeah, I just, I like, you know, I love Bret Hart, but man, he just needs to shut up now. You know. I feel like that's a lot of the older guys. Well, yeah, but he just – it seemed like every other day or every week, it's like he's bashing somebody else, you know, and saying just something stupid. It's just, dude, just let it, you know, let stuff go, you know.
0: It's all a work. I mean, gosh. You know? It's more real to some of the boys than it ever was to anyone in the crowd.
1: I don't know that's what's messed up. I mean, to an
0: extent, it needs to be.
1: You have that mentality of, but then you you know, it's to an extent, you know what I'm saying? But you need to know, you know, you need, you need to know what draw the line and cut it off,
0: you know? Yeah, you, well, you can't wrap up your entire identity in it. Yeah. No.
1: It's something like more the, the guys from the 80s, something like that more happened to them, or we just didn't or the 70s guys, the 60s guys, just don't know. It. Maybe it happened with them, but we just didn't hear about it because there was no social media, I guess, Yeah, you know? that's true,
0: too, yeah. That, it'd probably be a, a lot worse if some of these people, you know, were on social media.
1: Well, I know, like, like you know, like, Fez always,
0: you know, this is, Fez would say stuff about
1: guys, you know, and, I'm sure everybody I guess it probably all did it
0: just wasn't out which is, which is hilarious that because one of those guys was Harley race yeah
1: but I mean well I mean look at it I mean, got to think about it the guys before Thes. probably thought Thes did too much you know
0: because <laughs> that's so, sitting in a in a headlock for three hours
1: yeah but I don't know I guess the whole generation thing was, you know, the changes and stuff. And, but yeah, I think because the Golder guys probably didn't have a lot of them with kayfabe too, you know. Yeah. Which, you know, like everybody from now, nobody kayfabe So even, you know, the guys from the 80s, 80s are, you know, so I guess, I don't know, when there's already anybody left from the 60s. In the 70s, it's dwindling down, so you know, they probably, I don't know, they might have said stuff, you know, but probably not out in public, though. Like,
0: yeah,
1: like it, you know, but who knows? Maybe they would have not, you know, if they had the access, though.
0: Yeah, don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. You you, you bury them (laughs) behind the scenes, man. That's where you bury them.
1: (laughs) Yep. It's the wrestler's way we talking about. Um Cornette took the big bump in. I like that. So he got some heat on flair and then, then he
0: He took the big bump in
1: and then brought it back out. In and back out at the end of the night. that's right, he brought him in, took the record shot out. Yeah, so that was good. That was a good match. And it didn't make sense if Stan Lane would have been out there the whole time. You know, That's why yeah. he wasn't out there. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So, it was for the finish. So, it was good. I noticed something later out there. When did WCW change to the poles that had the big arm piece thing handle come out?
0: Because somebody used to use those in the 80s, did they? Not not that I remember. Um, I'm trying to think. Who did their rings back then? It was... Uh, Klondike Bill, yeah, Klondike Bill. Yeah, I mean, it may have just been like a new ring or something like that. But I'm the same way. I never remember. I don't like. I
1: hated when I had to work in. If I would never do anything on the outside, if if I didn't like that that thing sticking out, I hate those. Now I love the gimmicks they got on. uh, WWE's got that LED boards around them. Yeah, man, you hit them, Joe. That's like a shotgun going off in there, man. I would love to work for some of those things, but now nah, if I was in a, was working in we on the floor and it had a, one of those handle things, is, I didn't like.
0: Yeah, it's basically a uh, rebar at an angle.
1: Yeah, yeah, it just didn't. And these and nowadays all these square poles, I couldn't work with a square pole. You yeah. know, but they're all square now, ain't they?
0: No, no, there's still circles, but like a lot, a lot more of them are square. Like the new
1: ones, the new ones are are square though,
0: pretty yeah. much. I, know, I I know high spots ones are are square. I know that for yeah. a fact. I I don't know about Mike Samples ones, um, no. but I know the high spot ones for sure. Are square. Yeah, it's like
1: it's very much. Everybody's just, like I said, it's either or, either it's a high spot ring or a sample ring. So,
0: but yeah, much, I, yeah,
1: but yeah. I just can't. It's hard to get a good name. You know the the round
0: poles. Um, um, you're, you're talking about the, those rebar things. I think those are handles for carrying the. Yeah, the pole to out. Carry
1: them. Carry them. They're easy that
0: way. Yeah, it it, it definitely is easier to to do. Yeah, that that heavy. Way.
1: Yeah, or just get a dolly. That's the easiest way to do them.
0: <laughs> it's put on a dolly. Roll them jokers. No, the easiest way to do them is have some green kids at the show and just point at the ring. Oh, and go, yeah. go take care of that. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you gotta you gotta
1: go over and supervise because the thing will be all. Well, especially older. Some of the old rings, they'd be so rigged. You know where they wouldn't. Yeah. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna spend twenty five dollars to fix that. We'll just rig it up here, you know. And <laughs> Good grief! I mean. You know, rings. It's,
0: oh, I've, I've I've been in rings at uh, uh Jamie Phillips' old old school wrestling ring. There was only one way for that thing to go together, right?
1: And oh, only no. and
0: only a couple people knew that way. I know how to do
1: it.
0: Yeah, um, and a buddy of mine was one of them, and he he would get paid pretty good on the shows because he put the ring together.
1: How to put it together.
0: But he knew how. You know what I mean. Yeah, that's like
1: Brian Cheatham's ring. His first ring he bought off Ted Allen. Actually, the second ring he bought off Ted Allen. The first one he bought, it like collapsed, and Ted gave him another one. Um, it was awful. Uh, it
0: collapsed. Was it a bad weld?
1: It was just old. Brian didn't spend a month Didn't want to spend a lot of money.
0: Uh okay, so he. Ted didn't build him this ring and it just fell apart.
1: No, this Ted, one. Ted's probably, like,
0: I've got this old ring in my backyard that's been there for a while.
1: Yeah. I mean, Ted probably bought it for 50 bucks for parts and Brian was eating, you know. So that one didn't work. And he's got it. the other one and it was, whew. One side, there was no apron. I mean, literally, there was no apron. It was just like this far. I don't know if you can't, well, Nobody can see that.
0: Two like two, inches,
1: two inches, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if it was that like, like, you had to like put your feet under the ropes into the ring. And um but then one side was pretty good, but that one side and it was like it was well, actually it was two sides of it was like it two sides were decent. And uh, and you always had to, so once one the heel or bay face all like the the heels that always get the crappy side, and I thought "I said, look, dude, I'm I'm going here. I'm gonna take if we go out here and they're in the bay, bay face on that good side. I tell them to move because I can't sit on this apron. That's crazy." But now, um, and uh, yeah, it, 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 it you know he didn't spend a lot of money, but it lasted for about two years, and then he bought one from um, Mike Samples. He paid like I ain't gonna say twenty five hundred for it. I think first day they put together the cable snapped, and they had problems with it the whole time they had it. Um, that, I
0: don't know if they just that, that's it weird down. because yeah. Mike my samples rings are really good rings. I know. I I'm thinking
1: they were just putting it together wrong. I guess I don't know. It, it some of they they were having problems because I think that was the same ring. Later on, when yeah, that's same ring, yeah, because yeah, it was Brian's ring. It was that 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 ring, the samples ring that I the board shot out and I fell through. <laughs> I <got stuck. laughs> yeah, yeah, take a bump and the board slid out. And I'm sitting on the, the uh, canvas and and uh, the.
0: Uh, I don't know if he had foam or carpet. I think he had carpet. Oh yeah, man. I, I remember breaking yeah. in all, all the rings, all their padding was just carpet. Yeah,
1: and I that's the only thing that was holding me up from falling through on onto the to the uh beams because the plywood shot out. Um that's another thing that's
0: I, not that's not around anymore. Yeah, pli- plywood and rings. Plywood. Yeah. Yeah, they um
1: I don't like I said... And, yeah, because samples. Oh, because Terry Rice bought a samples ring and had it and it was from my heart, heard he had never had no problems out of it. You know, people and everybody I know had sample rings and I, I don't know if they were just putting it together wrong or, or what they had problems with that ring since day one. Um so we yeah, have so yeah. Um how do we get on these rings? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, that was a good pick. Good pick. Um I'm going to do – oh, crap. I don't know the exact date because they did several of the matches. Um, but it's from 86. I'm going to go back to Continental. Hopefully, Continental will be more kind to me this time. Because I actually seen a couple of – I think two of them – they had a bunch of matches. I think I've seen like two of them. They were really good. Um, but the one I'm looking for, I don't – I have to go find it. So I don't know the actual date. But it's in 86, Continental. It's the uh, Nightmares, Ken Wayne, Danny Davis under the hood when they had the hoods and uh, going against the Riches, Tommy Rich and Johnny Rich. So from 86 Continental, Um, they were feuding there for for a good five months, at least for the belts. And then I do know they lost the mask toward the end. They took the mask off from them uh but this one i'm trying to find i know it's on there because i've i've seen i skimmed over it before like last year sometime um they still had the mask on so it's um they had one i I was trying i was going to do a fuller and golden one but i was like i'm gonna do that because i remember seeing the um I saw a couple of those
0: matches with the Nightmares and the Riches, and they were really good. Well, I just found one that's the Nightmares and Riches from 10785, and the Nightmares still have hoods on. Is 85? This one was, yeah. Well, maybe it was 85 instead of 86. And this one from six. 87, and they still have hoods on. 87? They done lost them by then. Right. It says 1987 on the. On the thing, and they still got hoods nah. on. They lost. Oh, some. okay. Someone in the comments put actually this was eighty five. Okay, so it might be eighty five, so eighty six,
1: or they went over into eighty six. I can't remember. I'm trying to think. Like I said, they had a about a six, five to six month long program. They were because they tarred and feathered Johnny Rich. Um, they took the mask off. Um, nightmares. I want to say they cut Tommy's hair. I think maybe. Oh wow! Yeah, i Yeah, it was a good. It was a good feud. Um, I can't remember. Like I said it might have been eighty in the eighty five. So I got. I I can't remember. It's either eighty five or eighty six. Um, I think the one I'm looking for is the tw- the loser. It's the 20 Lashes. Like I guess oh, okay. I never watched it. I never watched that one. I think it's the one I, I didn't watch. I think that's the one I want to I do. That's how I just gotta get on there and find it. Uh, the guy who has probably the best selection of Continental. Has got, it's Armstrong Alley on YouTube. He's got really good. He's got probably the most complete collection of, the, um, of Continental. So but he's still missing a bunch of stuff too. But, um, yeah. Uh, I'll, i have the date for us by next week. <laughs> uh, but all those matters, uh, you know, we're supposed to be really good. So, honestly, I, I, think seen like, two.
0: I wonder who owns all the Continental tapes. I
1: don't
0: know. I don't think anybody actually,
1: I don't, cause I don't know if Fuller sold them to Woods when he bought Continental off from him. Um, I was in David Woods, I think is his name? Woods. I know it was Woods. I think it was David Woods. Um, I don't – because he had to change the name because it was went to Continental Federation, didn't it, I think? Yeah, because it, it was CCW, wasn't it? Yeah. I went mean, to Wrestling, and then it went to CWF, Continental Wrestling Federation, when he took over. Um, so I don't know if he got um, – I don't know if Fuller owns the rights, but I know Fuller was dumped – uh, one of the episodes of uh, earlier in his stud cast. He talked about how he threw all his tapes away. Um, yeah. And he said, it wasn't just a trash can. He said it was dumpster full. He said, we didn't save nothing back then. Yeah. You know, and, and he was talking about how now wishes should would save them. And then, then I noticed it's probably like six months later. He's, he, he came out with that set. Have you seen that set? He said, yeah. So I don't know if he found some, you know, um, you know, later on. But, yeah, he said that he threw all of it away. I mean, nobody knew, you know, he didn't save nothing, you know. And back before the videotape, you did because it was too expensive, you yeah. know. And um, now it's, um, you know, you got Vince had, you know, a lot of his shows got saved because it was on um, HBO back in the 70s, you know, and then it went to, uh, after that, it went to Mass Square Garden Network. But I don't think he saved, I think HBO saved all those garden shows from the 70s. I don't think he saved them because that's I, what I'm because he didn't save nothing, nothing else, you know, stuff is here and there. So that's what I'm thinking that HBO saved, and then Madison, uh, Square Garden Network saved, because he don't have no he don't he don't have has got a lot of the um, a lot of those Square Garden, but no hardly any Boston Gardens or Spectrums from the early '70s and stuff, but they are mid '70s. But there's the Garden because HBO, you yeah? know. So that's, I'm wondering if HBO saved that stuff. From so what I hear, we're not going to see any of it now from Peacock. Is that what you've been?
0: What have you been heard about that? I've been hearing that they're censoring a lot of stuff. Uh, I've I've heard that the full stuff that's on the network will eventually be on Peacock, but it's going to be like August before you start mm-hmm. seeing a lot of stuff. But I've heard they're censor, They're going through and censoring a lot of stuff. Um, I, I don't know what their criteria is, like what they're censoring for language, blood. I don't know what but apparently they're removing a lot of stuff. So they're going to get rid of G.J. Strombo, <laughs> all the guard
1: and stuff of them, because he's an Indian, doing the war dance and stuff, because when they consider, because, I mean, I figured people nowadays would think it's bad, you know?
0: Well, I mean, maybe the fact that Strombo was actually... Joe Scarface, yeah, Italian. <laughs> So maybe they'll censor Strongbow, but not Wahoo. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't I don't know what they're going to do, man. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting.
1: I my my uh, thing runs out sometime in April because I bought a well Dana bought me a three month card for my birthday. And I think I've watched two pay-per-views. I've watched about four or five Madison Square Gardens and four or five 70s uh, All-Star TV from WWWF, uh, All-Star TV from the 70s. So, I mean, I don't, if they're going to take the stuff I actually watched, I don't think I'm not going to renew my card. You know?
0: If that's the case, there is always the High Spots Wrestling Network. But I tell you something, I don't. But there's also, you know, also fight TV. But
1: you know, I think about it. Do do I watch enough to pay for it? When there's, I watch a lot of stuff on YouTube. YouTube. Um, every now and then, I turn over there to Pluto and catch a little something. I like some of the, those uh, shows they show on the uh, TNA channel
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, from from uh, the Sports Arena. Yeah. I watched a few of those on there.
0: Oh yeah. No, uh, I, I, I love this uh, if I don't have anything out specific I want to watch, just hitting up Pluto TV's Impact Wrestling channel and just yeah. seeing what random pay-per-view or TV they're playing.
1: Yeah. And then they got um
0: They they also have r- that independent yeah, the independent wrestling yeah.
1: or Yeah, I've watched a couple of matches of different stuff on there. Uh,
0: and it, so they had it, it, a you never know what you're gonna get on that channel.
1: Dude, Okay, you remember I told you, you had a documentary about Eli Everfly and his girlfriend. <clears throat> the other day, I turned around, they had this um, documentary about was it Brazilian wrestling? Yeah, it was Brazilian. Re- the his- like history of wrestling in Brazil. Couldn't understand the lick of thing they were saying, and um, there was, but I caught the tail end of it, and I was like. You know, so I, I only watched a little bit of it because it was like the tail end. I saw like like maybe the last five ten minutes of it. Now, you know, I hate reading, so you know they was putting the stuff up there where they were saying, but still, and I was like, "This probably would be interesting, you know, to watch from the beginning just to." It's supposed to be like the whole history of pro wrestling. It was in Brazil. I think it's where it was. Was it Brazil? Yeah, I want to say Brazil.
0: Uh, does it cover the uh, the Intercontinental Title tournament?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I only saw the last ten minutes, so I don't know. <laughs> well, not only that, but good grief! How many promotions have you know have champions crowned in Brazil? Yeah,
0: that's because well, a lot. If you want to watch the entire documentary, it's because of their deep wrestling heritage. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm going to say there's just off-the-wall
0: stuff they show on there. Yeah.
1: You know? They show a lot of the
0: women's wrestling on there. Yeah, we know we know your feelings on that.
1: Hey, I'll, 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 if it's, I'll watch a little bit of it, watch a match or so, and then I'll turn it. But they the ones I've been showing is from this bar. I don't know where it is, but they're like right up. They're standing on the, basically... On the, uh, to the apron, their, their hands are on the apron, all ran, wrapped around, all the way around it.
0: Let's see, that sounds like it could be bar wrestling, which is. It's up. It's, promotion. No, it's up north. Uh, let's see beyond wrestling. They're in the northeast I think, area. I think that might be it. It's probably it.
1: Because they said it was for. They said the town they were in. But it was it wasn't out west. It was up north, northeast. So
0: you know, but yeah, they right, were it could north. be Germany, and it could be WXW because they're right no, up on the no, right
1: Oh, WXW? No, that was the first company I ever seen do that. That was crazy. Um, but I mean, no, that was American. Oh uh, gosh, I can't remember the name of the promotion. It might have been Beyond. I
0: don't know. It, it was probably, probably Beyond Wrestling.
1: Probably, but they uh. I said I'll turn up they in face a women's match and it looks pretty good. I'll watch it, and, you know, watch a women's match, but you know, I don't, you know, just exonerate women's wrestling just to be exonerating it, you know, dude, because that um um uh, match with uh Britt Baker and uh, what's the other girl Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa, man, that was crazy, dude. That match was crazy. I think she Thunder Rosa is really, huh? As I was going to say, you liked it, huh? Yeah. I think Thunder Rosa is really good. Yeah. I mean, to be small, but she's really good. I think she's really good. She, she's and Britt good. Baker's – yeah, Britt Baker's gotten a lot better, too. But, but Thunder Rosa, she's up. She's, I think she's one of the best right now, I think. Yeah. Alright, so we had a good match. I'm hoping Continental don't let me down like it did the
0: that other one. Well here's the beauty about the watch along. If you if you watch it or if you can't find it, we can call, call a pivot day of. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I
1: it's, I've seen the title of it. Um like I said on the Armstrong Alley guys um thing with the twenty lash match. Uh so it's on there. I should go on there and find it. The loser gets 20 lashes. And it was right in the middle of their feud. Um, I don't know if they took the mask off from or not. So after they took the mask off and they colored their hair. And then one of them got their head shaved, I believe, too, during that. I think after they cut Rich's hair, you know, not in a match, and you know, it was, they jumped and they didn't think they had a match. And I think one of them got their head shaved, I think. Or both did. I can't remember. They had a good long program down there so who did but, you uh,
0: say were the nightmares again and ken wayne and
1: da- ken wayne and
0: danny davis okay yeah they um when did ted allen get put in as a nightmare
1: at the very beginning it was nightmare it wasn't it was him and it wasn't him and davis and then it was then one that davis and david uh what's his name or was Or Orberson? or Or? What's his name? He, he did jobs for Memphis, and then I think after I, I want to—I could be wrong on this, but I'm just—I'm trying to piece it. I think when um Ken, I mean when Ted Allen left, they took that David, whatever. It's, I can't remember his name. Osborne, I think it's Osborne. It was Osborne. It was, it was David, David Osborne. <laughs> he have been like fourteen or something at the time. Um, they put him in. He did. I think he did. He didn't do it long at all. And then they brought in Ken Wayne. They were called Nightmare and Speed. And, and Ken Wayne was Speed. And then, dang, that thunder's rumbling out there. Um, and then they just become the night. They drop the. Nightmare Speed were just the nightmares. I'm pretty sure, don't quote me on that, I'm pretty sure that's how that that happened. It was Danny Davis and Ted Allen, and then Ted left, and David Osborne came in, and he was a job guy, and, and they used him for a little bit, and then Ken, then Ken Wayne came in, and it was Danny Davis and Ken Wayne all the way out. So, so,
0: so Ted was one of the originals then?
1: I'm not 99% sure he was it was him and Danny Davis with originals. But I think I could be wrong, it could have been David Osborne and then Ted Allen. But I want to say Ted was first. I want that's what I'm pretty sure. But yeah, he was then he left. And then I know Ken Wayne was the third one to come in. And he's the one that stuck. And they so miss old Ted yeah. Allen, man.
0: I like Ted. He was a good dude.
1: And I remember the last time me and you worked him was at Stadium Inn. And he backed me in the corner and said, Give me a chop. he chopped me. I said, Give me another one, Ted. He gave me another one. And he again, gave me another one. And Then on that fourth one, I said, Give me another one. He hit me. I was like, All right, Ted, that's enough, please. <laughs> <laughs> Give me another one. He started laughing.
0: <laughs> I, I remember him. He was one of the first people. I, I would see that had all his gear in his uh, Halliburton. Old school oh, brother, gosh. like that. His All his gear was in his Halliburton.
1: Oh, man.
0: When I came back and I was managing
1: for Mikey Dunn down in Lewisburg, Tennessee in 06. So I came back from my wreck. And, oh, gosh. We turned on Ted. It was me. I think it was Mike and somebody else. So we turned on Ted. I had to go back and get his bag. He said, make sure you can throw my bag out here. And he put he pulled her by the curtain and everything. So I ran back there and I counted down to like 10, come back out. I went to throw it in there. And I, I forgot Mikey's reading was a little high. <laughs> he hit the wrong one. <laughs> I said, "Oh gosh, here we didn't nothing in there breakable. <laughs> it wasn't his halberd. It, it was a it was a duffel bag. So I was like, like, 'Nothing's out.' Not just I should have slid that into him. But yeah, he he would excuse me. He's he a good dude. I Always like Ted Allen. Um, I remember one time it was in '94." Uh, in Shelbyville, Tennessee, I remember that big show I was saying about Ricky Morton and getting onto all his boys for throwing the football. On the same night, I managed Blackie West against Ted Allen. Blackie fed him over to the corner, and I was choking him with the um, the golf club. And I guess I had too much daylight in between. He's like, he's like, pull it in, pull it in. I was like. I, don't think I I don't want to. I was like, I don't think I can get any closer without crushing your neck. Na- you know? Yeah. He's like, no. Come on. He's like, you ain't gonna hurt. Me. He's like, you ain't gonna hurt me. Come on. I was like, okay. <laughs> he put his thumbs up underneath there. I was like, because most guys would just sit there and, you know, and I would. And so I, so I, I try to leave a little. You know? He's like, pull it in. There's too much daylight. <laughs> I was like, and we got the bag. He said, I said, when you worry me, man, I, I'll protect myself. Just you know, I said, okay, I said, I'm sorry. He said, no, I don't be sorry. So, we all gotta
0: learn. So, I appreciate it. So, yeah, that's what I really liked about Ted, man, is that he took a lot of time to help younger guys. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, Kyle Matthews, uh, if you I don't know if you remember him, yeah, but he's a that
1: was, that was like his last student, wasn't it? His last, yeah, guy. his
0: last like protege, oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. Um, last protege, yeah. and he. God, man, Kyle was devastated when Ted passed. I bet, but I remember working? when I was wrestling. Yeah, uh, Kyle came back a, a little yeah, bit okay. here, and, here, and there, here and there. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, but I remember when I Ted was still alive. But I remember when I wrestled T- Kyle. He had the the Ted Allen nightmare mask tattooed on him. You know, what I mean, not Ted. Ted was a great dude. And hey, trained double A. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, what can you say, right yeah, there, boy? True, trained double A. You got five hundred yeah. bucks, I'll train you. Yeah,
1: he's a good dude, man. He was, and he, man, if you watch a lot of the late seventies, all the way up to the mid eighties territory, he worked everywhere. You know, he was you know, he did jobs, but then you, you'd see, you see these cards in the newspapers of the cards, you know, open a match, Ted Allen. You know, he did jobs, but he would he get, you know, he'd work, he'd work the the spot shows and, you know, so, I mean, he was good,
0: man. You know? Good hand, man, for sure. He was really good. Really good. But, yeah,
1: Ted Allen, he was a good dude. Sad he's gone. He yeah, was and thick. And I, I
0: hate that I, that I brought it down at the end. <laughs> but, no, man, I just remember how cool the guy Ted was. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was.
1: He was, really, he was a really nice guy, down to earth. You could ask him anything. And you know what? Here's the thing. Um, I know we're getting way off topic. We was in Shelbyville at the normal place in Shelbyville, to say that the state of the cab building we ran every week. And uh, it was the first time Ted came and worked. Joe's like, guys, he's like, I can't do Joe. He's like, well, this guy right here wants to work with you guys. He wasn't around forever. You know
0: and joe saying that about somebody's
1: hilarious yeah yeah so um so and uh so we're sitting there and ricky morton was working this one when tracy and ricky was working when they wasn't working smoky mountain on thursday if they didn't have anything for smoky mountain on thursdays they'd be bill and we were sitting there and, he, and you know i i was you know i tried to listen i was always I wasn't buttoning in or not, but I was always listening in when people were talking. And Ricky, Ted, said down and was like, so what's going on with Cornette? What's, what are y'all doing up there? And because, you know, Ted worked a lot of the TV tapings first couple of years at Smokey Mountain. And uh, or he, goes, he goes, you did not believe this. He's like, what? He's like, we're turning Cornette babyface." And Ted goes, you're a kid. He said, no, we're putting Cornette's gonna turn babyface. I was like, and I and I was like, he's ribbing dead. He's gotta be and uh, sure enough, and that's and then next thing you know, you know, with the gangsters and all that, remember when Cornette turned babyface, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I heard it before they and I and um I was like, oh, you know, and sure enough, a little bit after that, they turned Cornette actually turned babyface. But uh, yeah, so I was sitting there I heard it and I was like, you know, and then like, man, I knew that before, Mel. You know, <laughs> really, I, you
0: know—where anybody really knew about it.
1: Yeah, he said there to Ted Allen. like, you know, they're gonna turn him Bay face, So, uh,
0: see, hey, man, you could—you could have you been Quentin Meltzer. You could have—you could have broke that news. Ah, uh, why would I want? To? I mean, I
1: was lucky. I was just happy to be in the dressing room. With those guys, you know.
0: That's
1: it, man. I was saying, I was shutting up. I kept my mouth shut just so everyone was listening. <laughs> it was funny. At <laughs> that same time period, <laughs> Ricky come in there. It was uh, it was some other card. Uh, other was same Shelbyville that time period. Hey, <laughs> Ricky, come in the dressing room. He sit down and like, What am I working? You're working brick house. I don't think Brickhouse is going to be here. And I said, he said, no, he said he's going to be here tonight. He, we talked to him earlier in the week. He said, I was just talking to Robert, and he said he ran into Brickhouse uh, down, was it Pensacola? Somewhere down in Florida. He said he ran into him down there this morning. He said he ran into Brickhouse. So he goes, I don't think he's going to be here, guys. And sure enough, Brickhouse didn't show up.
0: Yeah, that'd be a that'd be a heck of a loop to try to make.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's like, breakouts ain't gonna be.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I was,
1: and then, <laughs> um, <laughs> we sitting there one night, and Tony Anthony was like, "Somebody said something about selling. he's like, "That's why I still, that's why I wear these steel toe boots. Bayface if if don't sell, I'm gonna make you sell." And I was like, Oh crap!
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so those motorcycle boots are still towed.
0: Wow, hmm. makes me appreciate how he moved even more. Yeah,
1: no, ain't that the truth? Be a big guy, but yeah, he, he, he did. Somebody said something about not selling. He's like, that's why are these? really still towed boots right here. Bayface don't sell for me. I'll make them sell. And I was like, dang, you know, yeah, those stuff you don't you never hear and. And then one time, they try to pull a fast one on, on the boys. <laughs> so we're all sitting there. The show hadn't started yet. It's probably about 10, 15 till. Glenn Mullins comes back and goes, oh guys, we told y'all last week this was going to be a benefit show. Nobody was going to get paid. And everybody's like, "Uh, no, you, we didn't know. But we didn't know that. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, me and Chris told everybody.
0: <laughs>
1: you know, <laughs> it was like, "Oh, this is gonna be bad." So he goes, well, how, "Just hold on a second. Let let, let me get my Chris over here. We'll, we'll back up. Just, just everybody, help, just calm down." So then we we're around the corner. Tony at the goes. I don't know about you boys, but I'm getting my money right now. <laughs> he walked over. It wasn't about five minutes later. He come back. Boys, if you want your money, you better get over there. <laughs> and I was great. I was like, "Y'all can keep my ten bucks." <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: it was like, yeah, "Hey, try to, they try to pull a fast one because I had like, let's see Dirty White Boy Tony Anthony. Uh, I won't say, I won't say Ricky was on the card. Um, Tracy." Uh, Tell you who else was on the card, Tom Burton. Oh god. Yeah, because on the card it said um nasty Tom Burton. And somebody was sitting there and like, why does it say nasty on it? And uh he goes, Oh the dirty white boy, the real dirty white boy, he's here tonight. <laughs> I'm just nasty. <laughs> I was like, "All right." So next week, after they're gone, he go back to "Turtle White Boy" Tom Burton on the (laughs) card. Oh man, that's funny. How long we we went a while,
0: have not we? A little
1: bit. Rambling on. Why do you get to cut me off? Give me the. Because they're good stories, man. Yeah, I know, but that's part of what this
0: is about. It's not just about watching a twenty-minute match, man. (laughs) I know. Our That's podcasts are, are always two hours. We wouldn't be two hours if we we're just watching a 20 minute match. <laughs> or watch a 20 minute match of. Who was it? Oh. Um, oh, Alan West and.
1: Alan West is holding off. 20 minute yeah. match. To <laughs> you thought it was two hours.
0: <laughs> That'd be the last episode of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, you got anything to add?
0: Not a thing. All
1: right. I'll make sure I get last week's episode fixed. I don't know, like I said. I don't know what happened. Uh, so I'll get that fixed. And then we'll get this one up sometime next few days. So you'll have two podcast to lists too, if you're listen even if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ain't got nothing. I got that. So you can stick a fork in her. She's done. For Jeremiah Plunkett, Quinn Christmas. Hey, that's me. Thanks for listening, and God bless.
0: Goodbye, everybody.